The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The Lord said, Woe to you who build memorials of the prophets whom your fathers killed. Consequently, you bear witness and give consent to the deeds of your ancestors, for they killed them and you do the building. Therefore, the wisdom of God said, I will send to them prophets and apostles. Some of them will kill and per they will kill and persecute in order that this generation might be charged with the blood of all the prophets shed since the foundation of the world from the blood of Abel to the blood of Zechariah who died between the altar and the temple building. Yes, I tell you, this generation will be charged with their blood. Woe to you, scholars of the law. You have taken away the key of knowledge. You yourself did not enter, and you stopped those trying to enter. When Jesus left, the scribes and Pharisees began to act with hostility towards him and to interrogate him about many things, for they were plotting to catch him at something he might say. The Gospel of the Lord. In today's Gospel, Jesus says, Woe to you, scholars of the law, because you have missed, misused your key of knowledge. Jesus has said this before. He takes on the experts, the religious experts of the day, and he says in one way or another, he says, you have these keys of knowledge, but you use them to lock people out. When you have a key, you can use a key to open a door. You can use a key to lock people out. And Jesus says they're using their keys of knowledge to lock people out. And in the process, they're locking themselves out as well. Every profession, even in the secular world, is a key of knowledge. And the person who has this profession can use this key to open doors or to lock doors. To give you a few examples, a teacher, we probably all know, have some experience, maybe from our own childhood, of a bad teacher and a good teacher. A good teacher uses that key of knowledge and opens a door and the students begin to just, their mind just expands and, and, and they, they, they enter into a whole new universe that they didn't have before because this teacher opened the door. Sadly, every now and then there's a teacher who uses that key to shame the students or, or to, to, to make it so difficult for them to pass the class that they end up hating the field and the door gets shut, gets locked on them. That's an example of using this key to lock or, or to, to open. A second example would be in the IT world, the technology world. When I was uh, very young and at uh, Dallas Jesuit teaching high school, one year I had one less class than the full load and the principal asked me to be, to work in the IT department, the tech department. I had no training in technology but I did have some sort of street smarts that I taught myself. And the reason the principal wanted me to do this because the one IT guy we had was a very irritating person. And the people, particularly the secretaries who needed to get work done, 
and they needed to use certain features of Microsoft Word or Excel. Uh, they just couldn't stand to call on this guy because he would use it as an opportunity to brag about his knowledge of computers and start going into these complex uh, discussions about computer programming that they just weren't interested in and, and not ready for. And I had none of that training, so I would go in and I would say to the secretary, just push this button. And they would say, oh, that's all I needed. I just needed the button, just show me the button. So you can use this knowledge to open a door, you can use it to shut a door. One last example, a funny example, uh, years ago when I was novice director, I had to uh, fly a lot. And one time I had, many times I had these multi-leg trips where I'm flying from one city to another. And it's a complicated story, but to make it short, uh, I got sick in one of my legs. I was physically ill and not able to get on the plane. And I called the airline because it looked as though if I would not get on the plane, they were gonna cancel my entire itinerary and that would cost me a lot of money and a lot of time to get it all set up again. So I called the airline and I said, listen, I know I have no legal standing, but I just wanna tell you, I'm an innocent guy. Is there anything you can do? I'm not well, I don't wanna make other people infected. Uh, can you do anything to help me? I didn't tell her I was a priest. I'm talking to this woman on the, on the phone. She's very, very kind and she tries different things and she finally gets, says, hold on a, a, a while, I'm gonna put you on hold. She goes away, she comes back and gets, gets me off of hold and she says, she says, sir, is there a Mrs. Thibodeau? And I, being a priest, I laughed and I said, well, ma'am, I'm a priest, so no, there's no Mrs. Thibodeau. She says, that's funny because someone, some Mrs. Thibodeau actually changed your itinerary a while back when it was still legal and so everything is just fine. And I said, well, my mother's name is Mrs. Thibodeau, as a matter of fact. She said, well, that must have been it. And she clicked some more things and everything was okay. She used her expertise to open a door for me because she knew that this was an innocent thing and she didn't want me to get lost in the bureaucracy. Every single one of us, we have fields of expertise. Every one of us knows some things in the world, whether it's English literature or math or computers or whatever, and we can use that to help people to open doors or we can use it to keep people shut out. And more importantly, Jesus says, that's even more crucial that we reflect on this about our knowledge of God and our knowledge of religion, that we can use these keys of of knowledge of God and religion to keep people out or to open the door for them. So let's pray that, that we might have the grace to use our keys of knowledge, especially of God and religion, to open the doors for people.